All right. Oh, just everyone got their stretches in. It's physical. You good? Everyone My bladder good? Oh, we is are, empty. We already started. Oh, your bladder's empty. Great. Yeah. All right. Is yes. everyone's bladder's empty? I'm prepare, not stopping once we start. For now. Prepare to get bloated. <laughs> I'm already there, buddy. I'm already two in. I had to pregame to pregame. Well, yeah. Good. Good. Then we should have a great time. Awesome. Well, again, thanks for being on. You guys ready to do this? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, where am I? What am I doing? Okay, here we go. Move my podcast. All right, that's right. Podcast. It's Tuesday, of course. All right, so, hey, everyone. Welcome to High and Dry Podcast, the only podcast where we do all of our own stunts. With me, as always, James Crossland. James, what's going on? Uh, Justin, just coming off a great Labor Day weekend where I worked the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. No, I pretty much fucked off the whole time. I was, I was happy for that. Yeah, pretty much fucked off. Yeah, I'm glad, man. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. You work real hard. I do. I try. I try. And then, so joining us, first time guest, we have Alyssa Eichhorn. Just making sure I get that. Everyone keep your seats. Um, Alyssa Eichhorn, <laughs> Nightmare Librarian for Fangoria. Alyssa, how you doing? What's going on? I am in tears because you said my name so beautifully, Ryan. So elegant. So elegant. Tones. We made a big deal about not getting it wrong, so I was very nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Muscles were tense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! Very ear tickling. Not as ear tickling as last week, but (laughs) I feel like you have a much deeper, sensual. Well, what were we talking about? No. What were we talking about last week with the uh, where you just lick on the microphone? Oh yeah, asthma. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Last week we had some some nice asthma. I'm not going to do it this week. Hey, you. Divisive. Go. go back, <laughs> go back to last week if you want the ear licking. Yeah. Now you're just gonna have to deal with Ryan's dulcet, dulcet <laughs> yeah. tones ringing in your ear. Yeah, if you want the ear James, licking, do you have a bearded guy voice, like straight up? Yeah. I can tell you're bearded. Yeah. Oh yeah, very bearded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I have plenty of beard. Well, there you go. All right, so we figured that out. Um, what the hell were we talking about? Ear licking. You're gonna need a lot. We're introducing. Oh yeah, yeah. We're throwing so, to our guests for her to explain more. Come on. Yeah. So thank <laughs> yes. you for joining us. Um, so tell us about the Fangoria thing. How does how does one even get that? Um, well, one writes a blog that no one reads for several years. And then one day, the editor-in-chief of Fangoria emails them and wants them to write for them. So Hell yeah. That's just, that's just a PSA, kids. Keep doing what you're doing, even if no one gives a shit. Because someone Logging else works. potentially yeah. will. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And blogging for sure works. That's what that's what I've found also. Uh, I'm a software engineer. Everybody who, who blogs, they have a, a history of their ability on the internet. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to go dust off my website. It's just, oh, I hate blogging. You have to I do it anyway. Blogging. Why can't I just get drunk and babble on a podcast? Why can't someone just give you a job? Yeah, right? Why can't I just have a job? <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, thank you so much. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, this is how High and Dry works. We start every episode off with a philosophical debate, a little moral conundrum, something to think about, and then it devolves into a fist fight, as those things often do. But before we do that, what sets us apart and makes us so damn special is first we got to get a little drunk and we got to get a little high. So James, speaking of high, what are you smoking this week? Uh, I have a wonderful strain this week. Uh... A new one. I haven't had a new one for a while. It's called Northern Lights. Very popular. Okay. All right. What's that like? Uh, it's a real strong body high. It just kind of really mellows you out. 
And it's a creeper too. So about halfway through the episode, I should, I should get another boost. <laughs> okay. Good. good. All right. Solid. Solid. And so Alyssa, you're going to be joining us as a drunken philosopher. What are you bringing to the table? I am the bloated philosopher because I'm drinking hard seltzer. It's Kitty Paul and the flavor pineapple tangerine. Ooh, pineapple tangerine. You said that's a local brand. I think it's brewed in Columbus. Not that I live in Columbus, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's brewed in Columbus. Local in Columbus. <laughs> I've lived in like every major city in Ohio. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm from all those places. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nice. Uh-huh. All right. And, and I'll be joining you guys with Jack Daniels, old number seven, the, uh, the working man's beverage. Do you drink that straight? Yeah. yeah You're like, crazy. You take- you take shots every week. That's mm-hmm. all. My belly know. hurts for you. <laughs> I do this I'm for so the fans. sensitive. <laughs> we have tens of fans who yes. have expectations. <laughs> they demand that you drink mm-hmm. straight liquor. Yeah, that is I'm not sure. safe for me to drive home after this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what, that's, that's what we do. That's what they've come to expect. So... All right, it's time to get a little drunk. It's time to get a little high. We got our drinks out there. Our first shot, drink, can. There it is. Ooh, nice. Hey, you hear that <laughs> crispy can. boy? Woo! That was good. That was good. Just in time, too. This first one goes out to Timeless Sandworms, Cher, Carl Urban, and our newest guest, Alyssa. Cheers. To me. Tasty. That wasn't bad at all. Yeah, mine was nice too. Yeah, that uh, that was good. good. As I pat my belly, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) expanding to three times their normal size. (laughs) It's amazing. It does that. It does do that. Uh, So now for our second shot, second hit, second drink. This one goes out to our newest viewers. And I looked it up earlier. I was prepared this time. This one goes out to Vienna. Wow. Prepared. <laughs> I mean, Vienna. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Cheers. People up in here. International. No? Nobody? It, no. Okay. Yeah. This is I used to love me some Pitbull. That was a long time ago, though. It took uh, 2008 by storm. Sure did. Right there with LMFAO. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, I liked both of them a lot. (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm involved. (laughs) Please don't go. (laughs) Look, this podcast is about change and personal growth and getting over LNFAO. They didn't have to break up. They could rule the world. But anyway. All right. And so that brings us into our third toast, third hit, third whatever. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. This one is guest toast. Lissa, what's it to? We are, um, um, we're going to toast to everyone fighting for reproductive rights at the moment. Hell yeah. Everybody is, you know, especially the Texas fight that's going on. Give them, give them hell. Uh, I I am happy that some businesses, uh, quite a few large businesses in Texas are, are, you know, either modifying or restricting their operations in Texas. Yeah, because um, that's the only language they understand, right? They only understand money. Um, it's it's a shame that that's that's the solution. I don't like it, but 
kudos on doing it, you know? Yeah. No, solid toast. Thank you. Here's to that. Cheers. Number three. Hell yeah. I need if I belch, <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> That's all right. This is, a, this is a relaxed podcasting experience. Whether this goes out to everyone who's on their way to work on a Monday, <coughs> having some shots, smoking some weed, it's all good. Just pull over mm-hmm. first before you get back on the road. Uh, you can, well, to pour it, you can drink it on the road. Just don't. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go until we get a cease and desist letter. Yes. Oh god. Incitement. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. So, everyone feeling good? All right. Feeling all right, Alyssa? You doing good? I have burped twice silently. We're gonna edit in some burps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just like some man belches. Oh, yeah. Now everyone who comes to this podcast is like, it was a funny show, but. What the fuck? I'm belching every, all the time. <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> all right, cool. So um, so for this one, I, I was kind of stuck between, do we want to do a self-discovery one? Do we want to do something? <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. No, it's all good. We've got belching and coughing all over the place. Well, you can cut. We're so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make me sick. <laughs> uh, all right, so, um, but I, I decided on one, uh, maybe kind of sort of raise the spirits a little bit. Things are tough all over the place right now, you know, New York flooding, reproductive rights under attack in Texas. So maybe this one will so help many a little people bit. dying in Florida. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, so the one I have for you guys today, the question is, what about life? You can take that however you want. Do you value most? What do you value most about life? Hmm. Guests first. Hmm. Alyssa, what do you think? What do you value most about life? Um, okay. I'll just preface this by saying that I live by like the typo negative philosophy <laughs> of like I didn't ask to be made. So like, <laughs> so like keep that in mind, all right? Like I didn't ask to be made and I didn't ask to be raised in a certain way and you know, molded to think as I do, but I guess less, a really less cheap, easy answer would be um, creativity. I think we differ a lot from different species because we are so creative and we do constantly seek out a purpose. And so many of us find our purpose in creativity. So I guess that's what I value most about life. Yeah. No, well, it's really difficult then because I mean, I, I definitely feel that. I mean, I'm working on this podcast. I'm trying to write a book. I'm, you know, dedicating time in a very busy life to do this thing just for the sake of creativity. Um, so many of us value that so much mm. while simultaneously being part of a society that doesn't. Yeah. And that I, that, that's very difficult. And I think that's something I've been at odds with most of my life. Uh, I think that kind of reinforces the idea that uh, how our society functions isn't really reflective of the people within it because we have a desire for the expression of creativity. Clearly. I mean, we, many people have a great desire for creativity and people have the desire to consume creativity. Um, but it's really the structure of society that prevents it. And it's that structure has been upheld and controlled by a few. Yeah. It's not really the majority. 
Majority of people. You're making me sad again. Damn. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but I think it's well, true. We I think it's po- I think it's positive. Now look, I brought this up more than once on the show. A secret cult of wrist blade wielding assassins. But that wasn't your idea. Someone already came up with that. And they used it to make money. I'm gonna use it to bring back creativity. <laughs> I think the I think the hopeful part about that is that the majority would prefer to have creativity rewarded yeah. and to express it. You know, uh, yeah. we just have to find a way to do that. I mean, those in power are all like, what? I mean, they got to be in their 80s now. There's a lot of them. Yeah. yeah I mean, like every time you see their kids are going to take it over, though. You know, mm-hmm. God damn it. well, thanks a lot, Alyssa, for making a super fucking <laughs> <No>! sad. <laughs> I know you're just like, yeah, the, the power structure of society. I'm just like, I just said what I valued of life, <laughs> of waking up every day. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We're going to destroy your dreams and hopes. <laughs> but no, I think it's a really positive thing. I really liked it. I'm sorry we took you to a negative place, but I really like it. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it too. Well, it's interesting what you said about, um, what did you call it? Um, just the whole concept that you know, you did not consent to being born. Oh, typo negative. That like, <laughs> like butt rock, like goth rock band from the nineties that I like. Oh. Worship. Yeah. Okay. Like Peter Steele, okay. like constantly wrote about existence and death and like contemplating suicide and how women it's are generation terrible. Cured. And yeah. <laughs> okay. And, like, now, you know, okay. Now I'm following you. Yeah. Lines just like, I did not ask to be made. And like, if you really think about that, it's like, shit. I didn't, so I should probably just do whatever the fuck I want, like within reason, right? Yeah. Because I'm kind of just born and then expected to do stuff, and then I'm like let off my leash (laughs) to figure shit out, and it's terrible. (laughs) Hey, kid, you want a job? (laughs) I know you're only one year old. (laughs) (laughs) You want to fight the rest of your life for a job? (laughs) Hell yeah, I do. Well, so it just makes me think of so, I mean, I don't, in the beginning, we toasted to timeless sandworms everywhere. And it was just, it was a previous episode, and it's sort of a joke that's hung around, where we realized that all of our parents are these timeless sandworms, like referencing Dune, the novel. And they just cruise around, you know, trying to figure out how they want to affect the world with their bullshit, and then want to pass on their bullshit to their parents before they kill themselves. Yeah, and then we're like, I don't want your bullshit. It makes you want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, we kill ourselves. <laughs> and so it's just interesting to bring up. Yeah, so that's fun. That's that's tons of fun. <sighs> <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sad. <laughs> I'm so sad now. Another shot's coming. Um, so um, happy juice. Yeah, we we have happy juice coming. So James, what about you? What, what do you value most about life? Uh, I was thinking about this a little bit, and I think that I value, you know, it's so weird. I'm somewhere between an extrovert and an introvert. I know that people don't fall into two categories, but some people are Unless you're on Facebook. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. People are, are dichotomies. <laughs> there are two people in this world. <laughs> um, but, you know, of course... It's a spectrum, but there's people who are much more extrovert than introvert. I don't know what I am. I have no fucking clue. What would you call me? Um, an introverted extrovert. I, I, w- I would call myself real picky. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, real picky about social interaction. But also, that kind of social interaction is what I live for. You know, it's it, it brightens up my day 
when I interact with people who I enjoy interacting with. Um, I, you know, was for a long time, always had a very small group of friends who I loved interacting with. And now that I'm a software engineer and Twitch streamer and all those things, I've really branched out into interacting with so many people. And, you know, people just hit me up all the time. And if it's people I enjoy, I get the biggest endorphin rush in the world. Uh, it really keeps me going a lot of the time. I really love the connections I've made. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's interesting. Um, I can't relate. Fucking <laughs> 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 weirdo. Yeah. I'm just like, you're not introverted at all. I'm like a human like cat. I'm just like, I like one person and that's it. <laughs> and I just chill. Now, I, honestly, I would say now I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it for a minute. I, I would say that, yeah, you're extroverted. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I definitely am. But, but I've literally said, okay, I'm going to leave now to people who were talking to me and just, then just walked away. Well, I, you've see, seen I me do that. that. <laughs> That's a question of choosing, well, one, choosing your battles or choosing where you want to expend the energy of your life. Yeah. And if it right. just you have boundaries, James. No, no, no. They weren't bad at all. They were just like, hey, how's it going? You know, and, and it was like the conversation was just really <laughs> nope. boring. And I was like, okay, I'm going to see what's happening over here. <laughs> I just walked away. I do that a lot. Well, I mean, so like as far as an extrovert goes, I mean, if you're going by that definition. I guess that's pretty extroverted. Well, where you take nourishment from. A social interaction. Uh, Not all calories are the same. Yeah. You know? Empty calories on the yeah, conversation. Like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Sorry, I'm all I'm friended already, up. I'm already a fat piece of shit. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> solid. Solid. Um, and then uh, I guess uh, for me, the thing I value most... Um, God. I don't know. Yeah, boring. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, I mean, you stole the creativity one. Um, so now I should come steal it. Now I got to come up with something else I value. We can um, share. You can disagree. I can disagree. You can just agree. You can just agree. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I would have to say, yeah, definitely. I mean, creativity. America. Um, <laughs> Politics as usual. Uh, the United <laughs> States, global capital. These are the things that give my life value. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah. I, I only yeah, things. Jesus. Look at all. If my, if I didn't have these things, I might as well fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd have to say for me, yeah, the thing I value most to it would be my ability to create something. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree with you entirely. Guns. That's my Great answer. answer. My right to bear arms. <laughs> 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 And by that I mean a pair of grizzly arms. Yeah, that you yes. yeah. yeah, that I wear. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, uh, well, so Alyssa, back to you. Any final thoughts on the topic? Anything that you want to add? It depresses me to think about life. <laughs> it's, you know, that's so it's so easy to get that way. Yeah, it, it, oh, for sure. shit's real hard. Well, it's like, I can be very positive. I can be like, you know, superficially positive about life and like, oh, it's all about like learning experiences and bettering Mm -hmm. yourself and, you know, challenging your views. But like, at the end of the day, we're all going to die. So it's like, you got to do what you got to do to be happy with the time you have. I'm very aware of my timeline. Yeah, no, that is a, 
I mean, that'll be a fun one to ask. Just how do you feel about your own mortality? Another uh, time. Yeah, but another time. That's for another yeah. episode. <laughs> well, and so that's just interesting because so this weekend over the four day, I wound up. Uh, I watched. I saw Candyman, the mm-hmm. the, Jordan, the Jordan Peele film. And Amazing. Well, so like it was very clear the point. It was he actually was directed to. by Nia DaCosta, Ryan. Jordan Peele just produced it. Uh, well, burn. Sick well, woman explain. I just woman explained you, Ryan. <laughs> oh, well, this is what happens when you get an industry professional. Right? Yeah, there you go. I mean, if, well, so, I mean that's also indicative of who they're pushing out there to sell that thing. Um, but uh, it was very clear the message they were trying to get across. Mm. You know, um, so as far as so, I mean, just as far as like racial disparities, we're talking about women's rights in Texas. We're talking about the global climate change situation. All these things that, you know, it's just I want to do something about, but I'm poor, you know, and there's just this wall you kind of walk into where as like a poor person, your option is to die. Well, money is speech, according to the law. So some people just have more speech than others. Why don't you get over it? <laughs> you know, because you're getting drowned out right now <laughs> by a whole bunch of speech. Look at this, making it rain with speech right now. <laughs> It's so green. <laughs> yeah, so it's... Oh, my God. Trying to talk over all this motherfucking speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's... Oh, it brings you down a little bit. Well, well little James, bit. what about you? Final thoughts? Ah, oh, whatever. I mean, I'm doing my best. <laughs> Living my best life. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to best. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's we, all you can do. We talked about how, you know, you got to try to... If you're going to leave a legacy, leave a good legacy, not one that's... That's, you know, if you have, if you have goals that you can't achieve in your lifetime, make that your legacy, but you have to leave it for people. You have to make it a legacy that people want, you know, um, legacy is a real tough topic. We've, we've, we've talked about a lot on this show. Um, you know, the passage of time and, and what that means for not just you, but every ripple in society that you have, that you've made. Do you put your shopping cart back where it belongs? Well, yes. If yes. you didn't teach, yes. if you weren't taught to do it as a kid, it's really hard to talk about it, you know? Yeah. I yeah. yell at people who don't do it. I literally, like, uh, stalk people down. I'm 5'9". I got some long-ass legs. I just, like, night stalker their ass in the parking lot. I'm like, hey, your car goes over here. <laughs> so she's off getting into fist fights in parking lots. I'll I'll roll down the window and just yell at you. You know, I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to get. I don't want my legacy to be stabbed in a Smith's parking lot. <laughs> I would. I would carry around a giant check for like twenty thousand dollars, and would, I'd wait for people to like not put their card away, and I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you know, you were the you were the one millionth customer at this store, and we were going to put your card away, but but we were, but we expected you to put your card away, and we just can't give it to you now. And I just just do that to like a bunch of people. I'd really enjoy it." Maybe that's maybe that'll change. Personal investment, just to see their faces, you know, and put a little idea of personal investment. Yeah, yeah. The The anger and disappointment in themselves for being a piece of shit. I'm just giving you, just giving you what I'm feeling: anger and disappointment. Yeah, like come on, man. Get get your parents on the phone. I got some shit to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that being said, it's time to devolve this bad boy into a fist fight. But before we do that. It's time to get a little more drunk, and it's time to get a little more high. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, this 
this is fun, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, we're having fun. <laughs> Aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love this. All right, so. <laughs> creativity, baby. Yeah, here's creativity. Well, this one actually goes out to this week's combatants. We have Annie Wilkes, um, that is of Misery King novel, Misery. And that was pretty. That was Kathy Bates, right? That was yeah. the most famous one, or Lizzie Lizzie. Kaplan. No, well, Lizzie Kaplan's not the most famous. But she's pretty. Cool. Well, Kathy Bates was the Kathy most Bates famous. The most but famous, I'm saying yeah. we got to send out a, you know, hey, Lizzie, we saw you. Yeah, I, I appreciate what you did there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then we got Cruella Deville, played by a Cartoon, and then eventually uh, Glenn Close. Glenn, Glenn Close, holy. And Emma Stone. Yeah, and then Emma Stone. So cheers. Here's to them. Cruella Deville also had a large part on Once Upon a Time, which I never watched. But nor have I. I think a lot of people out there. It was a wildly popular show, Uh, so someone out there is going to be like, "Well, I thought they didn't talk about Once Upon a Time." Well, none of us watched it. Sorry, I'll talk. You're so considerate. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to have a broad appeal, you know. Just know. We know that we're failing you. We're just letting you know ahead of time. We're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's all good. All right, all right. So everyone feeling good? Um, I feel great. Alyssa, have you finished at least one can whilst you've been on this show? Uh, not while on the show. I'm halfway through my third can, though. It's time to time to down that one. <laughs> I am so bloated I could roll. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Take it easy. <laughs> I need like at least six more burps to be back at my normal size. That's okay. We'll be here. Alyssa, columnist, and human blueberry <laughs> from Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, oh, wow. That uh, that old number seven it hits like a wrecking ball now, doesn't it? Let's get to the fight. Come on. I'm feeling my numbers. Yeah, let's yeah, fight. So. All right, so let's fight. All right, so welcome to Hydra. This is how this works. We have a three-round method guaranteed to get you the most accurate results and who would win between your favorite nerd characters. It's a three-round method. Round one, these characters entered into a legally distinct Fight Club Gen X bar basement where they just punch it out pound for pound. And we see who wins. Round two, we zoom out into a city view where these characters now have 24 hours to get at the other one. They can do that with all the things now that they have access to that make them who they are. Mm. Or they just go out and buy a shotgun. The world is theirs. And <laughs> I round think we three, see a lot of shotguns in this one. <laughs> Glenn Close <laughs> buying a shotgun to kill Emma Watson. Um, I'd watch it. But, um, and then we have round three where it's the same thing as round two, except this time they get to bring a friend. So, moving into round one, we have just entered the Gen X Fight Club bar room that's legally distinct from the actual Fight Club. Our legally distinct Brad Pitt, played by Val Kilmer, <laughs> is getting the a fight. Actual Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by the actual Sue Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, yeah, if you listen to the podcast, yes, you know we don't have anything to give it. Meanwhile, in the box seats, a timeless sandworm has just ridden Cher and Carl Urban in. The philosophers of high and dry are now taking their seats. We're ready to get this fight on. I love that the worm is riding Cher and Carl Urban. Yes. carrying the worm. <laughs> it's Cher. Cher's doing a load of the work. She, you know, she just wants to get there and get this done. All right. Yeah. You know, and they're, of course, listening to the Believe album. So, Can we please get on with the violence? <laughs> so we've just kicked off round one. Val Kilmer said, let's get it on. 
Um, we have Cruella DeVille. No shirt, no shoes, no belts, and they're just punching. Annie Wilkins. Yeah. Okay. I've been drinking. All right. Let's get it out. So Annie Wilkes. <laughs> so okay. One hundred one drunk. Yeah. One hundred one Dalmatians against misery. So there was some dispute about the reality of our uh, inebriation before this podcast started. I heard. I that. hope that you're. I hope that you're satisfied, <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. When I'm like tearing up with laughter, I will be convinced that you two are blitzed. All right, let's get to it. All right, let's get to it. Uh, high pressure here. So what do you think? Alyssa? All right, so guests first. What goes down? Punch for punch, pound for pound. Annie Wilkes versus Cruella DeVille. Take us there. All right, so when I think of Cruella, I think of the animated version. I'm talking mm. crazy spiral mm. eyes, like the ever- the everlasting cigarette in the holder, the square-faced yeah. jaw, the stinky, sweaty stench of old gin that she just emanates, I'm sure. So, I think <laughs> Corella... <laughs> <laughs> I think Corella whips out one of her iconic cigarettes and sticks nope. it in Annie's face. She doesn't get an item. Val Kilmer an item. Val okay. Kilmer's Nothing. very thorough. Nothing. Okay. Just hands, oh, yeah. and, hands and feet. Whatever Punch. powers she has innately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she can use the force, then, yeah. If she has the force, she can use it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Really- well, <laughs> she does have Smoker's cough. Ooh. So, okay. So, Ooh. Brutal. All right. All right. So, keep that in mind. Smoker's cough. All right. She's vicious. She's street savvy. Then we have uh. Annie Wilkes, Miss higher than thou i don't swear you're a ninny head yada 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 i don't wear makeup little house the 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 no profanity thing really creeped me out yeah yeah kathy bates deserved that oscar so anyway yeah yeah so those two are all automatically polar opposites so corella takes that to her advantage and this gets real nasty with it. She like grabs Annie and this like in the most inappropriate way. So Annie's like, Oh my Ooh, good, ah. good, good Lord good Jesus, gracious. get your yeah, hands off me, you sinner. And then <laughs> like, I'm here to get down. I'm here to win. You know, she's scrappy. And then she just holds her down and just unleashes a smoker's cough into Annie's face. Chokes her to death and there's smoke. I'm talking spittle. Yeah, I'm talking stale, (laughs) stank, cigarette butt, spittle, everything. And Annie's just so flabbergasted, so aghast at what this woman (laughs) is doing to her, this drug addict, what she's doing to her, till Annie gets so red in the face that her dragon comes out. Annie wants a dragon. And then I will leave it to you two. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Well, so James, thoughts? What do you think goes down? I think Annie Wilkes uses her superior weight to dominate (laughs) Cruella. (laughs) She she may get that smoker's cough in her face, but Annie Wilkes is going to, like, break skinny Cruella in half. (laughs) She's a woman who lives by herself in the fucking woods, has to, like, Take care of her homes and homestead, and <laughs> you do get her at her strongest. Do get her at her strongest. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Now for me, yeah. When you brought up the dragon, 
Yeah, yeah I'm thinking sure. that, you know, Cruella's <laughs> going to try her darndest, as Annie would put it. Um, but then eventually Cruella's going to go too far. And I mean, when you have, like, you have Castle Rock and you just see how on the edge of homicidal she's Annie killed, Wilkes is. She's killed many people. Tons. She's killed yeah. like 30 people. That's true. Yeah. I mean, Cruella's killed a lot of puppies. A lot of puppies. A significant number of animals. A significant number of 101, puppies. 101, to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> Two and three, if we're talking about the other, uh, you know, the other installments. But um, I would, uh, yeah, I, I would say that uh, drowning puppies does not compare to having a homicidal, raging Kathy Bates in her prime coming at you just full bore. <laughs> I love I love that you call Misery the movie Kathy Bates's prime. <laughs> I'm yeah. she I don't know. I don't know how she'd feel about that. I, I mean I, I mean I feel just in that movie as far as physically, I mean we I'd have a tough time if she was in the ring with Tyson. I You think she could she, I mean she she like I said, woman on a homestead, she has to like take care of herself. Yeah. My mom like lived out in a rural place and she was like tiny, but she was strong as shit. She used to leave giant bruises on my arms because she <laughs> she punched me whenever she'd make a joke. And she was like four foot eleven. My arm. You know, when I didn't bring the dishes back, or... she'd tell she'd tell a joke and then fucking slug me in the arm. That was my mom, everybody. Ninety-eight pound. Woman. It was reported several times. <laughs> I got caps out because she didn't do shit. <laughs> Wow. Okay. All right. Well, um, so final thoughts. Coming back to you, Alyssa, final thoughts and a vote. What do you think happens? Um, well, you make Annie Wilkes sound like a, a buffalo or something, but she does know how to sling an axe. And I feel like Corella is more, more comfortable with, you know, good old fashioned drowning or a gun. So I think yeah, Annie would take the first round. Yeah. She tried to drown her in, in her smoker's cough spit. <laughs> it didn't work though. It's not enough. Couldn't get enough. She's, she didn't have enough Smith lemon in her. Yeah. yeah. Well, James, uh, your final vote? Yeah, I think anyone takes it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. See, and I would even go further in that moment where Cruella tries to tackle her. She just bounces <laughs> off of her. And then Annie Wilkes goes on like this Macho Man rant. Savage. Woo! <laughs> not Rick Flair. Not Rick Flair. Oh, okay. But <laughs> but she just gets in her face and starts talking about this Sunday, mm. and then just breaks her in half, and that's the end of it. Um, that's where I'm coming. Yeah. So all right. So round one is just straight across the board. This one is going to Annie, which brings us into round two. We've now entered into City View. These characters have received a Manila envelope underneath their apartment doors. They now know that they have 24 hours. To kill the other mm. one. What do we think is going to go down? Guests first. Alyssa, what do you think? Now she's got her jump up over there. She's got stuff. Yeah, she has okay, stuff. Yeah. So I'm thinking of the cartoon Corella once again. And mm. her like 1930s, 1940s, like really jittery car that she drives oh, yeah. like a mad woman. True. So I don't she think she really... Yeah, I don't think she really is um, strategic about it. She just drives straight through Annie Wilkes' house. Now, oh, I, I take, I take I like pause that. and acknowledge that Annie Wilkes lives in a very rural area. And she would probably be successful if it was in the summer, not the winter, because of the snow. 
Mm. So, Annie so would use that the in the air, she either gets plowed by the car or Quella gets stuck in the snow and has to dig herself out, thus leaving her vulnerable to sneaky Annie. So we got like a 50-50 here for Cruella then. So we're going to have yes. to tackle it. Can Annie turn she turn it around? Um, I have I have some suggestions. Okay. Um, so the version of Cruella that none of us are familiar with apparently has some powers. Referring to oh. Glenn Close. No, the one from... <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> it's Glenn Close. Yeah, they're all familiar with... Yeah. yeah, I mean, but we're familiar with Glenn Close's yeah, powers. So I, yeah. <laughs> She's a time wizard. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, Glenn Close just got added. <laughs> no! It's <laughs> not no. Please, no. The All universe right. is too big. No, it's and fuck you, Skarsgårds. Quit world building. <laughs> All right, um, so let's see. Uh, so she's got power. She can control animals. And we have ruled in the past that controlling animals is not asking for a friend. Glenn it, Close? No. Once upon a time, Cruella. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jesus Christ, threw me off. <laughs> so <laughs> she has the power to control animals. Controlling animals is totally fine in, at second level. I think I think I like the crashing the car. So in the winter, uh, she has the opportunity to use animals to attack Annie. Okay, um, all but right. Annie, real good with a sledgehammer. <laughs> um very good. Very good with a sledgehammer. She if, if her <laughs> she, victim is tied down, mind you. Uh, she, oh, she also killed a police officer with a shotgun. Um, yeah. And shotguns pretty powerful. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, damn. But also, oh no, she, money. You can't buy people, but she does have money. What could she do with money? Could she? Well, money is a superpower all on its own. Yeah, she could buy her own shotgun. Would <laughs> <laughs> she kill herself firing it? She she break her fucking arm firing it. She's so thin. <laughs> Tough call. All right. Well, for me, I mean, I would say, I mean, so look, Glenn Close is coming in hot with fucking Disney princess powers. Uh, She's a serious smoking cough and a car that I wasn't even thinking about. I wasn't thinking about the car. Um, and I started to wonder, like, did Emma, did Emma Watson miss Emma stone. I mean, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. So many Emmas and Glens and Anyway, um, did she miss something in her, you know, portrayal of the character? Yeah, the, the character wasn't crazy. I mean, the character yeah. was not... You know, this is actually something that I, that I complain about with, with some Disney movies recently, is they won't let fucking villains be bad anymore. Yeah. Uh, so some, some yeah. people just fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, she know? literally murders puppies. Yeah. Some people just fucking suck. Dude, fucking Dalmatian coats aren't even in demand. I don't know. Exactly. You know, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> she just gets her rocks off. Murdering puppies. Yeah, she's but, just an obsessive self. She's a self-obsessed yeah. person in the original cartoon and book. Who she just is a fashion a designer, and she craves the best and the most unique. And she needs to be a well, fashion then, icon. So she needs a real Dalmatian coat, as you can tell. I do I mean, not like dogs. 
Well, I mean, then it'd be fucking like 101 chinchillas, you know, something that's actually valuable. I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, she just does it because she's evil. She does it because yeah. she's real self-interested. And but I, but in the Cruella movie, they had to make Emma Stone's character. They had to make Cruella like. Yeah. Uh, well, she had to be that likeable. late Gen Z who's getting into college and ready to tackle their degree in fashion design. I don't know. I think Disney. <laughs> I think Disney's just priming us all to empathize with the villain, the rich man, with the yeah. rich villains. Yeah. I think that's just what they're priming us for. <laughs> Damn it, son of a bitch! Um, Get out of my head, Disney! Walt Disney's racist fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, that for me. So, all right. So, I think with the with the squirrels coming at her, Annie's just going to pull out an umbrella, you know, like they should have done mm-hmm. in Birds, mm-hmm. and. Come at, you know, fucking Annie with the old, no, I'm getting my people mixed up, Cruella with a fucking axe. And, um, but, you know, what do you think? You gotta vote. Well, not a vote yet. You gotta come back. Those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. Well, so back to the guest. We need your final thoughts and a vote, Alyssa. What do you think? All right. So while Cruella sent out her squirrels and birds to attack Annie, who is panicked? (laughs) Who is panicked? Because she's on her home turf. She thought she got this, you know, done, pat, taken care of. Cruella mm. managed to dig out her car. Because she had a bag of kitty litter in her trunk. So she put that underneath the tires, dug out her car in the snow. She's behind the wheel, and she just rams into Annie Wilkes, knocking her down on her ass. Car death seems really solid to me because yeah. that that was a pretty hectic part of the the cartoon. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, Annie versus Car. So yeah, so that's yeah. your vote then. For the car win every time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, look. We are talking Kathy Bates in her prime. She's All gonna right. grab the front of that vehicle and just fucking stall it. <laughs> She's gonna flip it. She's gonna flip it. <laughs> She's gonna shake. She's going to shake Glenn Close out of the car. <laughs> no, I mean, that's back when she was lineman for the Bears. I I think that she's... Um, I, I so, think of her in The Water Boy, too. Yeah. 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 Um, As Mama, she is, you know, indestructible. Kathy Bates energy. A lot of Kathy Bates energy. And, and then if, if Kathy Bates can't figure out how to get to you physically... She'll make you eat people, like yeah. in that one. In like, was it fried green tomatoes or what was it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, James, final thoughts in a vote. Um, this one's real tough. Uh, I gotta go with I gotta go with Krilla because I think that hey. uh, I don't think any I don't think any Wilkes would go out and hunt down Krilla, and I think Krilla would totally. She's a bad driver. She would. She would. She might accidentally. Hit Annie with her car. <laughs> I think that's just as likely as her doing it purposely. Um, okay. All so. right. Well, then, then the only thing that I would add is that I see a scenario here where Annie's going to get that envelope underneath the door mm-hmm. and she's going to see that as there's a person out there who's trying to interfere with her way of life mm-hmm. and like her way to the good place and the smiling place. Mm-hmm. And she's going to like Agent 47 style poison Cruella's fucking food or champagne or whatever's coming to her high end, you know, rich people place mm-hmm. while she's murdering puppies. So I do see a scenario where Annie, you know, assassins her 
But I think seven times out of ten, she's going to get hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. her gin fuel, Corolla's gin fuel, <laughs> rampage. <laughs> yep, all right, cool. So, uh, so round two goes to Cruella. So congratulations, Cruella, on that. Pull another one out for yourself. Um, moving us into round three, we are still in the city view, except this time they get to bring a friend. So guests first, Alyssa, what do you think happens? Who are they bringing? What goes down? Can it be one friend or two friends? Just a one. Just one. Okay. So Cruella is known to have two henchmen, but mm-hmm. the other one was sick at home. So she only has one henchman <laughs> to do her dirty work. So okay. after Annie is, you know, pinned up in bed after experiencing a very traumatic car accident, the henchman goes to Annie Wilkes's house and attempts to smother her. But little does the henchman know that Annie's faking it and she gets up on him mm. and then mm. ties him down and relives a little thing called fucking misery. What's it called? <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> Is it like nobbling? What's it called? Shit. Ha- hobbling. Yeah. Hobbling. hobbling. <laughs> she yeah. gobbles in a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then beats him to death with the cobbled shoe. Yeah. <laughs> hobbling. <laughs> So she yeah. hobbles Corella's henchman. And yeah, so that, that Corella, needed me too. He didn't have anyone watching his back. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, so like Annie's real smart. She shows up expecting to have, you know, Annie dead on the floor, but no, her henchman's dead on the floor. And then she looks up and sees dun dun dun. What does she see, James? Uh, I would say that she sees Cujo because same <laughs> world, same, same world, same babe. Stephen King world. Yep, Stephen um, King has made it very clear that you could jump dimensions in his world. Um, yes, so <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a dog that gets revenge. <laughs> oh, that's a solid like theme. Oh fuck! Wow, you're welcome. Damn, <laughs> just came up with that. Damn, see then that's why we go to improv every Friday. For me, I would say, I mean, yeah, you guys were spot on on that one. The only thing I was going to say was that I felt that Annie was going to bring the hotel from fucking uh, uh, Dr. Sleep. The Shining. The Shining, yeah. She was going to bring the hotel demon, the hotel demon of The Shining, and, you know, we we're going to have that. That would be a fucking awesome mm. scene where Cruella is like at the bar uh-huh. and like the hotel demon is like, uh, you know, talking like, mm-hmm. so, you know, wintry night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talks Cruella into alcoholism. Mm. And then Annie Wilkes just murders you all with an axe. Um, it would be very on theme for the, for, for the Overlook Hotel. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then for Cruella. I mean, just have any friends? Yeah, I mean, I guess Darth Vader, Disney. Um, hey, <laughs> Cujo's still gonna win. Yeah, I mean, Cujo, yeah, would still take him out. I mean, um, I mean, well, so, uh, so I think no matter who you bring, because the only people that Cruella could bring from Disney would be villains thematically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, no matter who you bring, as far as villains are concerned, if if uh, Annie is bringing the Overlook Hotel, the Overlook Hotel is going to destroy your partner. 
mean, even yeah. if, it, if it's fucking Darth Vader sitting there at the bar, he'd start crying over C-3PO and fucking Obi-Wan. Yeah. And then Annie would murder Darth Vader with an X. Yeah. Or I she, mean, I would, would too. <laughs> yeah. He would, she would cobble him. Cobble, <laughs> <laughs> cobble, cobble. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that just, you know, Annie's going to take it. She has the Stephen King universe to draw upon, whereas Stephen King is putting out villains that survive off of their villainy, and Disney's mm-hmm. just theme would be overrun. Um, well, so, uh, Alyssa, final thoughts? What do you think is going to happen, and what's your vote? But can villains trust other villains? Hell Because no. every villain has its own self-interest. Right. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that the hotel won't just take Annie instead of Cruella? Which might happen after the fact. Yeah. But if someone KOs the other person first, yeah. that's a wrap. If the hotel wins, okay. The hotel wins. All right. right. I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give this to Annie just because the hotel, obviously, but then Cujo. It's just the the poetic justice of a dog killing Cruella. Oh, so satisfying. I just thought of the second theme of that. All of Cujo, they were trapped in a fucking car. Yeah. Ooh, get her in the car. (laughs) She can't even get out of the car. Interesting. There Perfect. we go. And we just rewrote Cujo. Yeah, we just, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't get any fucking I'm ideas, Stephen. Yeah, Disney. <laughs> don't, don't steal our idea. Turn Tomorrow, your phones off. They're listening. Stephen King shaking hands with a Disney exec. Like, fuck! They made Cujo and Annie Wilkes like super, you know, like relatable. <laughs> relatable. Yeah. We gotta forget. We gotta forget them. I don't know. Their yeah, origin stories. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cujo's hit as a puppy. Yeah, Yeah, we see him being rescued, and yeah, you know, it's great. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's really, you know, Marley and me. (laughs) Cujo and me. It's too sad. (laughs) (laughs) They bring back Owen Wilson. They, oh my god, I just, like, the Cujo and me, they take him all the way up to the point where he's the demon dog, and then cut out the other movie, and then come back to mourning his death. They just cut out the whole events of the Cujo movie. Like Cujo <laughs> bought a PR department. He's just dead. Oh my god. Uh, uh, it was uh, like there was that thing with that car, but we really loved it. <laughs> we just skim over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, James, final thoughts and a vote. I'm really happy to give it to Andy Wilkes on this one. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I I don't even think Annie's getting out of the house. I I don't even think she's aware. If it it weren't for the fucking letter in the mail, she'd be like, huh. And she looks Mm -hmm. down to the front driveway where Cruella's being devoured. (laughs) And then Owen Wilson's there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and then he gets devoured by Cujo. Uh, yeah, no, it sounds, uh, yeah, it's pretty succinct to me. Uh, Perfect. I can't find any yep. holes in it. Champion. Solid. <laughs> Here's to Andy Wilkes and Cujo. Oh, you're taking a Cheers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Cheers. yeah. We'll take a look. Oh, a little bit, a little bit. For those of you at home who have the High and Dry Podcast shot glass, I'm only going up to the podcast. There's a line. 
<laughs> it was the line on the blast. <laughs> ah, cheers. Here's to Andy Wilkes, Cujo, and all the other. Gorilla and one of her <laughs> unnamed henchmen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the one that wasn't sick. <laughs> I mean, Darth Vader might change the Cujo story. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't think so either. But Cujo's still a demon dog. Yeah, he's still a demon dog. Well, I mean, it was just rabies. Was it just rabies? Yeah, it was rabies. It was Stephen Stephen King King rabies. rabies. Yeah, Yeah. which is demonic. Yeah. Yeah. Hardcore rabies. Well, and I I think that if, even still, I think that if Cruella went so far within her company to bring back Darth Vader, I think Annie Wilkes would bring the gunslinger. And oh, there you go. Yeah, and that would be the end of that. So, oh, there dude, John Vader versus the Gunslinger next week. All right, so, well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Glenn Close took it. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Kathy Bates took it. My oh, bad. God, you're so drunk. You're drunk. I hate Why? it when you get like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> we're all leaving when, when you start confusing Kathy Bates with Glenn Close yeah cause, yeah, you've been drinking a little bit uh, oh well, so, don't hey, you be mean <laughs> Kathy Bates and Glenn Close are obviously different women that's true obviously I don't even know what's happening anymore I'm so scared <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone out there for listening. Um, Thank you so much. And uh, Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us. It has been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, you two. Hell yeah. Now, where can we find you? You can find me online, on the internet. Awesome. We just just put in the old AOL. Yes, AOL.com. Now, you can find me on Instagram. At Haunted by Deadlines, and that's pretty much the only thing I do is Instagram because I'm not clever enough for Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's a cesspool. It's a nightmare. True. Oh, I have to be there for work. It's the worst. No, it's horrible. God, Twitter, I, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our Twitter at Hydro. Uh, <laughs> you can find our link tree on High and Dry Podcasts on Instagram. Go to those places. Yeah. If you're listening, you probably know where to find us. There's a good chance yeah. you found us. Cool. I found awesome. you on Spotify. So there, oh, Spotify plug. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's the Spotify. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Um, that's been awesome. Bye. Bye.